I sentence you to a bucket of chicken. <laughs> Thanks, <laughs> Thanks. Get out of my courtroom. <laughs> you go have a picnic. From the smallest room in New York City comes a show that gives you a reason to live. Dinner is a term. <laughs> the Old Testament, right? Yes. And uh, you had to memorize it. You had to memorize the Old Testament. Oh, actually, I was like reading that book, but I had to like practice it. I mean, I had to do a lot of practicing. Um, yeah, a lot of repetition and you know, practicing it like over and over again. And the only thing I know about uh, the only reason I ask, I mean, is that. You know, grew up in, you know, Kentucky or Tennessee or wherever I grew mm-hmm. up. And uh, it's, uh, you know, w- I've never seen anything like that live. So I don't know. I, I only know it from movies and stuff, right, you know. And, and, and I see people who they go through that. And, I, of course, I learned about it in school a little bit, you know, religion class and stuff. Because right. they teach it. I say this is what people do. So... You sing? Is that right? You sing? It's like you're coming out as a man, and uh, at the end of it, it just, you go in a boy, you come out a man. Yes. And you get yeah. gifts? Uh, uh, um, cash? I, yeah, actually, a lot of cash and presents. And, and like some people have like uh, parties, you know, like big parties, but uh, I actually opted small uh, party and had a trip to, uh, to Disney World. That option of you having a big party is over in like two hours yeah. or go to Disney World. And, and, and I chose, you know, of course, yeah. going to, to Disney World. Oh, yeah. But I had like a small party afterwards at the synagogue. Mm-hmm. After Disney World? No, 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 The bar mitzvah itself. Yeah, but I the bar mitzvah had a, a smaller party, but... No. Not, not the big party that you could have had. Right. Had you not wanted to go right. to the happiest place on earth. I can't imagine anybody choosing the party. The parties are stressful. Yeah, I, don't you think? They're also over in like two hours. And, 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 and like other than pictures and, and, and memories, but... Disney World, you remember uh, on the rest of your life, you know, so. Yeah, you still have memories of Disney World, huh? Of course. And uh, what's your fondest memory of that Disney World trip? 
so many years ago. I, I don't even know how old you are. I am uh, 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 just turned 49 in June. Oh, that's yeah. That's, 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 that's oh, yeah. a risky one. I mean, not a risky one, but it's a it's an age where you're going. Wow, damn. Ugh, fifty, right? <laughs> Staring down fifty. Fifty's oh, the new thirty or something. No, because people always ask me, "Oh, am I 50? I'm like, "No, don't push it. I'm only forty-nine. <laughs> yeah, yeah, take your time. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah do you remember? Down with that, you know? Did you go on Space Mountain? <laughs> um, roller coaster. I don't know. Uh, yeah, actually, I think I did, yeah. I, mean, I wasn't that much into um, uh, roller coasters. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I mean, kind of relieved yeah. to hear that because, like, I've, I've always been not the roller coaster kind of guy. You right. know, I just, 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 I, I would date women. Right. <laughs> women, girls, teenage girls. You know, we'd go, and they always went, oh, mm-hmm. I want to ride everything. Oh. And I never wanted to go on the roller coasters and stuff. I went on the Cannonball at this place <laughs> called Lake Winnipesoka. And it was an old wooden roller coaster. And I think that was probably the meanest roller coaster I ever went on. And, and it was not that mean. But <laughs> it was that mean? <laughs> no. nah. well, I did go on Space Mountain as a child. And I think that might be what f- scared me off of them forever. Because oh, I, I didn't know it was going to be so intense. And, right. uh, I mean, I guess people will argue whether or not that's intense. For me, it was intense. I was, I was little. And and <laughs> and I'm sure they gave me the option like now it's gonna be scary and I'm just probably like yeah big deal I'll be fine because my big brother was doing it so I I do it man it was a that was a big mistake it's like the first movie that I saw right uh, it uh, was rated PG it was 1970 I want to say 75 Food of the Gods are you familiar Food of the Gods no I I never seen it this was a movie yes it was a it was a creature feature. Oh I should boy. say creatures feature because creatures? It, yeah, there were many large rabbits and squirrels who ate uh, the nuclear waste, and they right. grew to an unreasonable size, <laughs> an unwieldy size, and right. they started attacking people. So these giant rats and squirrels and 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 rabbits. How old were you? I think I was five, six. Oh boy! Yeah, <laughs> it must have been like humongous. Yeah, I mean, like, at five, everything's. Everything's Identified, big. Yeah. A regular rabbit's big enough. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but but no, they were huge. These rabbits. It's humongous. Oh, you know so. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> just yeah. I was scared of grown-ups, let alone giant rabbits. These things were the size of a minivan or two. They were some, like, as big as a house. Some of right. them. You know, and and the, the effects were really bad. You watch it now, you're like, how could this scare anybody? But damn, when you're a kid. Oh yeah. You it's know, the music. Five years old, and, yeah. yeah. It's dark. And, I don't know theater. The whole theater experience. I was scared of fireworks. I remember that. I went to I went to see the fireworks. I said it's gonna be loud. It's gonna and I was always warned, but never, uh, <laughs> but always permitted to make the decision. And I I ended up scared. Fireworks. Yeah. Really. I I mean look. <laughs> Santa Claus must. Have I was a scared little the, boy. <laughs> Santa Claus must have scared the shit out of you, huh? I never believed in Santa. <laughs> I I've never lived in a world where Santa was real. Really? Yeah, I never. I, I just. I don't know why. Wow. It's probably, I think a lot of people with a, with an older brother right. might have that experience. Some for some people, Santa was ruined, but for me, I, I don't think I ever went there in my head really? that that could be real. I think wow. that like the moment you ask any question about it at all, you're just like, well, that's not real. Wow. 
Yeah, yeah, I, my parents were not really big on preserving that uh, oh, okay. concept. That's they kind of rolled their eyes, you know, and my brother rolled his eyes. That's uh, why. But we would do the tradition, you know, we'd get up and be stuffing the stockings, and we'd do that. And Milk we, and cookies and all, yeah? Never did that. No, <laughs> oh, my, never. Uh, for my dad, it would be, a, you know, a, a beers, you know. That's what that we would we would have left a, a six pack of Budweiser or something like that. Yeah, hey, this is for Santa. And oh, uh, Irish, huh? Yeah, <laughs> Irish family, huh? <laughs> Irish, Irish it, people's all about the beer. Scotch you know? Irish, yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. Not even not even the uh, like like yeah. I think that like Gavin McInnes, who's also here on the network, of course. Oh, right. Yes. He uh, has this Scottish pride thing that he can do, and um, and uh, I, I don't even have that. Because I'm some sort of a mix, some sort of a a, uh, mutt. a mutt, a total uh, mutt, and that's all you have yes. down south. There's a lot of mutts. <laughs> There's not a lot of. If you go to Chicago, sophisticated, urban area like that, they have you know, uh, it's so segregated still. Right. Polish people, they know their Polish heritage or something. Right. That's the one that always kills me. I always start with Polish. I was just talking about this today with uh, Ryan Rivera, who's joining us. Hey, Ryan, I'm curious about this. You know, you are, uh, and we'll get back to the. Roller coaster conversation and how I was scared of fireworks as a kid. I missed a roller coaster and fireworks conversation. You missed all the good shit. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. We started with bar mitzvahs and then it just got wild. <laughs> got crazy here. We uh, were wondering about uh, you know heritage and I guess that's where it came up. Leaving beer for my dad, but we, we didn't actually leave beer. That would be sacrilege, you know. Right. Uh, and uh, did you uh, growing up as a chink? Uh, <laughs> that's racist. Oh my God, that's racist. Yeah, that Rivera, one. that wasn't racist. That one. That was well, wait. Now, Chink is strictly Chinese, right? That's true. And you are. Yeah, fuck them. I'm Jap- half, half Japanese. Half yeah. Japanese. Okay. Uh, you know the band Half Japanese. Are no. you familiar? Wow. Okay. I would think that would be your favorite band. I think. That's are you a fan of this other band, Half Puerto Rican? <laughs> <laughs> I know that's not a band, but the first one was. Yeah, Half okay. Japanese. Uh, yeah, they were. Uh, an alti sort of a band, as I recall. I think they were. They might have been a girl group. Or Do you know them? Half Japanese. Okay. Well, I, I think that I our know. our friend that I was just referencing might might uh, know that he's a, a bit of a music person or whatever. Yeah. But so growing up, uh, half Japanese, half Puerto Rican. True. Did you have a Christmas tradition at all? Um, just just standard opening up the gifts and stuff like that. The weirdest thing that we started adopting was opening up gifts uh, Christmas Eve, like one gift before Christmas Eve. I thought that was always shitty. To open one early? Why? Yeah. I don't know. Why? I liked it, but it's I was like, You're, we're kind of blowing our loads here. That's what I said. I was a seven. And you said, we're blowing our <laughs> yeah. loads. I stood in the, I stood in the, like, with my arms open. Hey, guys, we're kind of You know, that's not really, it, it sounds offensive. Right? No, yeah. maybe maybe blowing our loads would be yeah. shot our wad. You ever heard that? <laughs> my mom used the phrase shot our wad. No. I, oh, I kind of shot my wad, and I was like, mom. You know, But then <laughs> it's not offensive because it's a... Uh, the term goes back to musket rifles, oh. and uh, and and you have one shot in a musket, right. and so if when you load up your musket, apparently there's a wad, you, a wad. and it's so you shot your wad, and it's a, that's yeah. what the reference is to. That's true, and uh, that's probably why it became you know. Yeah, you right. shot your wad, and then there's also something to do with a di- having a dirty magazine. Yeah, it's another gun thing. A dirty magazine. Just being cute. You shoot your wad because you were looking <laughs> at a dirty magazine, Correct. and and it's a. Uh, I suppose shot your wad became dirty, but it uh, is. It, I think it initially had a, had another meaning, which is probably my mom was uh, probably not making a reference to a dick shooting off, but a musket. I, don't, I, don't She's, so. I think my mom probably f- uh, was in the presence of more muskets than dicks. Right. Uh, women back then. <laughs> Hopefully. My mom's deceased. Hopefully. You know, <laughs> want to think, right? Well, I can't imagine. I can't imagine. My dad's 85. Wow. And uh, <laughs> my dad, 
My mom died last year, mm. and uh, she was buried on my dad's birthday. Really? Wow. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Wow. I thought that was like a strange, yeah. ironic twist. Yeah. Right. But uh, yeah, exactly. One doesn't like that way for right. the best birthday present ever. Yeah, that's what you think. Like, oh, wow, good for you. Yeah. That worked out good. <laughs> Happy birthday. <laughs> and, um, my father is uh, 79. My mother passed away two years ago. Okay, so you know how it feels. Of course. And uh, now... Uh, feels like I'm uh, next on the list on this. You guys are jinxing me. Well, I mean, it would have to be you. Three years from it, now. It can't be... We're Three not going to come back and be me again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. My mom died again yeah. this year. Yeah. It was really a hard couple of years. Well, Two years twice. in a row she died. Happened twice, yeah. I thought it was Ryan's turn. <laughs> <laughs> and I got, I got fucked. Oh, my God. Had to make another trip home. <laughs> Oh boy, that's the thing. I, going home, man. I mean, you're from uh, New York too. You're both yep. native New Yorkers, yes. and you grew up in the Bronx. Yep. Where in the Bronx? The Bronx? Yeah. Um, it's close to Pelham. It's uh, Co-op City. Co-op City, yeah, the largest co-op, the lar- largest cooperative, uh, bil- uh, you know, apartment complex or true? whatever in in the in the world. What? It's the largest one. Why don't I know that? Well, I mean, because you grew up here and you don't give it to him. <laughs> That's right. you know, but like, I came across that story because some crime happened there, and That's I right. said, "Ooh, what's Co-op City?" And yeah. then I go and I research it, and that's the way I find all my New York City knowledge mm. by learning it. And you just never learned it. Is that that old woman who got beat it, beaten by that um, that bigger black woman, and t- she got her uh, gamble, her bingo money stolen, and also her groceries? See, that's. That's what you hate to hear, you know, a food theft. And that's a hard times, I think. When someone steals right. a bag of groceries from an old lady, true. man, that is like they're really hurting. They need it. Yeah. It's not just like a, I hear sometimes that people break into home invasion and they steal a pair of shoes. Right. I don't think they actually needed those shoes. Like they didn't have shoes on their feet. Right. One of these Bronx home invasions, they ran off with an ottoman. Oh. Guy took an ottoman. Ottoman? Yeah. He ran it's off with an ottoman. Huh? Yeah. And it was it <laughs> were running. Odd. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> it's very hot. <laughs> Ran off. A, a, and you don't have to go wordplay just because Ryan's <laughs> here. The king of wordplay. Oh, my God. Oh, the king of darkness. The prince of darkness when it comes to wordplay. <laughs> <laughs> so it makes some connections that you go, man, that was not worth I it. I leave a trail of death. Yeah. What was the one earlier that I stretched for? Mm, I mean, I forget them as soon as you say them. <laughs> and, <so laughs> uh, and who wouldn't, you know? Should. As, as one should. <laughs> I, I'm, I, but I still remember that Ottoman thing. Right. And thank God we got it on tape. Yeah, as they say, tape. Remember that? Oh, we're, I, there's a, there's a certain remember the old times kind of shit that always happens mm-hmm. when you. It, I think it happens here particularly. Yeah. You ever notice that? Yeah, and it's it's part of the uh, Kumia culture, I think, to go. Ah, things suck now. Yeah. <laughs> to go back in time, <laughs> right? Or or yeah. to say like, oh, you know, back then things were this way, that way, or whatever. Back in you know? time. The flight attendants mm-hmm. that he had. Uh, the, the, he, remember we was talking about flight attendants yes. for a little while. Thought, Man, that, that, there was one that was so stupid, <laughs> but so oh, cute. I know. And that was a, not a bad combination. Just perfect. Like, you wouldn't do her wrong. It's not right. like you'd take advantage of that. You'd be like, what? How sweet. You could never, you know what I mean? It's like stomping a pretty flower. Unless you're a fucked up person, you're just going to harm everybody. But mm-hmm. that kind of stuff, it, it, it would be rewarded if it still existed. They shouldn't be so lucid and, and uh, sentient. Yeah. Everybody with me? I, I am <laughs> with you. And, and it, it, no, it's just a, it's such a big thing to say that yeah. if they weren't so smart, they wouldn't get mistreated so much. That's true. Right? If women it dumbed it down, mm-hmm. you're like, look, we wouldn't take advantage of you right. because we wouldn't find you so annoying. Why don't we hit dogs? Well, uh, I know why it's I against the law. Is it? Yeah. Right. If you do that, they'll lock you up. I mean, this one guy kicked a cat, King the Cat. And that was a couple of years ago, I mean, maybe 2013 or something. And I bet you he is still going to court over. I don't know if they settled that yet. Uh, 
he kept getting continuances, and then he'd get into some more trouble. He got into some trouble down in Virginia, uh, like with some kind of doing, just doing some shit he wasn't supposed to be doing. Mm-hmm. And now, and 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 that's unrelated, but it still matters. So he kicks this cat. He set yeah. it up like uh, he goes, "Watch this!" And the cat's eating or whatever. He got, and he gave him some food. He was eating some Chinese food, and he just kicked the cat, and the mm-hmm. cat went flying. And he got it on video. He put it up on YouTube, put it up on his Facebook page. Wow. And, uh, man, people were up in arms. They really got upset. Now, I agree. You shouldn't get cats. I'm not pro-cat kicking. I mean, I think it's a terrible thing to kick an animal for no reason at all. (laughs) However, (laughs) I mean, for crying out loud, it's uh, you give them a summons and you go on with your life. It's yeah. not. A, it's not like um, uh, PETA got involved and they mm-hmm. want. They wanted this guy's blood. Of course. And they want this guy to go to jail. Like, a year? That's nothing. He should mm-hmm. go to jail for ten years. Yeah, it's that's like, just stop the rage. Live in the real world. It yeah. is. I yeah. mean, because they make themselves uncredible by by trying to uh, tack on revenge on top of justice. It's not about justice. It's about revenge. And the cat. If it was about justice, they wouldn't do anything to him. The yeah. cat wasn't injured. I think it was pretty fucked up that not only did he kick the cat, but he was eating its relatives. Chinese food. Oh, right. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he was eating a cat while he kicked the cat. Yeah, that's a good joke. Uh, <laughs> so, <laughs> no, it is, actually. Right. And, 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 and uh, I don't know if, uh, if it was actually cat, uh, but uh, he was eating it. Uh, okay. Thank you. What now, is, um, that just reminds me real quick. Oh, what's like the oldest crime you remember? Because that's from, what, 2000, what you said? 13. 2013. Uh, the oldest one I remember, I guess, um, would be, well, the first crime mm. that we told about on this on this show was Joe Lazito uh, being attacked by Maxime Gelman oh. on the three train oh, uh, right, between yes, Penn yes. Station and that 42nd Street. Started, wow. And that started it all. Yes. And, it, and that's what really kind of inspired me to do the show. Mm. The, you know, I, I, this is something I, I kept talking about it at parties or whatever because, right. you know, when it, I always go to a lot of parties. Oh, yeah. And uh, for my social calendar. Yeah. <laughs> I'm always there telling them. <laughs> but I, I would never be around, you know, a group of people, comic, green room, something, and I'd say, you know, um, this guy, did you hear about this? And I'd be like, no. People who live in New York. Right. And this was a, a, a big manhunt, and 28 hours, this, you know, transpired. He killed five people, right. killed four people. Wow. And, uh, and he left a trail of destruction. He hijacked or carjacked like five cars, four cars, uh, ran over one of the guys, and then there was this cinematic type you know ending to the whole thing where he took down maxime gelman and and uh, the cops were standing by you know and then uh i would talk about it i thought it was a great story nobody knew about it was and that it, was that first episode just uh, dedicated to that alone no it wasn't we did a bunch of crimes uh and uh, some of the other ones that we did it was there was a guy who uh, he um <laughs> he uh had a grandma that he stayed with and he asked her for money he asked for like a hundred dollars, and she gave him two dollars or something, or a dollar. This isn't going to end well. No. Oh no. And and, <laughs> no. and uh, so he killed her, uh, put her in the closet, stole her money, and then bought some weed and got a and got a hooker, and had sex and and got high while she was still rotting uh, in the closet. Dude. And I thought well, that was a good one to talk about. <laughs> it was a, a, a lot of meat on the bone there. Yeah. You know? Jesus Christ. I mean, but I put myself in the shoes of the, the of the situation way too much. And for this one, I'm thinking, like, after I smoke some pot, I, like, I'll look back at a tweet that I posted. I'm like, that was really dumb. I'll regret <laughs> that. So, I mean, to have your dead. And how could you get it up after? Like, this is a special kind of human. Special yeah. kind of humans. Right. That, yeah. That's a guy who, who, who uh, yeah, he needed to be locked up bad. Yeah. And they, this, it was a little bit later than, than it should have happened, you know. Uh, he's no cat kicker, but, I mean, he's a 
piece of shit. You know, and that's the thing is that like that was news just as much. People could have heard about it and stuff like that, mm. but there was no video of him killing his grandmother. That's true. And I guess that's what makes the difference. Also, like people get more upset about a guy kicking a cat than a woman throwing a baby out the window. And that happens. Uh, there was like three of them last year yeah, in the summer. That's right. It's it's not that uncommon. Every day there's news. Mm-hmm. A jogger gets killed, and that just happened. Howard Beach, and nobody's going. That's terrible. Nobody he needs knows this. He needs crime. that. Yeah, uh, but I, uh, but a guy kicking a cat—that's what everybody wants to get right. so upset about. That's the thing. Right. The imp, the, the the lack of proportion, the lack of any kind of uh, perspective on the whole thing. I'm looking at the crime blotter right now. From we we'll just go over some of these. A woman was hit by a uh, stray bullet in Bedford uh, Crime Essent. That's in Violent Brooklyn. And a uh, 28-year-old victim walking down Marcus Garvey Boulevard, <laughs> which. Uh, I I spend a lot of time on Marcus Garvey Boulevard, you know, I'm down there shooting dice and one thing and another. Oh. And uh, you know <laughs> doing doing my fun fun things I like to do. She said she felt a sharp pain in her left calf. Turns out it was a it was a fucking it was a shooting. She'd been shot. Uh also three people were shot uh when a brawl uh, broke out there in, in Bedlam Crime Essen also and uh somebody got shot in the buttocks. Oh. One of the youths fired a gun, striking a twenty four year old man in the buttocks. So uh, and a 17-year-old girl in the left ear. So if you're down in violent Brooklyn, keep your head on a swivel, I guess, is the lesson, huh? Do you ever hear gunshots? Uh, now, where did you grow up in the Bronx, big guy? Um, North Bronx. Uh, Westchester. No, near... Um, no West Bridge or... Uh, um, near Montefiore, mm. Gun Hill, uh-huh. uh, Bay Bridge, yeah. Now, you grew up in Gun Hill, near Gun Hill. So it's probably like... Just a shootout, <laughs> right? Sometimes, yeah. Uh, oh, um, sometimes you hear things, yeah. Yeah, like 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 yeah. Uh, yeah, growing up, you heard gunshots every now and then. Oh yeah. Yeah, and uh, did you ever see anybody get shot? No, no. Thank God. I, I, I think it'll be very dramatic, you know. It, it, it actually, it, seeing a shooting, right? Yeah. yeah I mean, me. You hear ambulances, you hear helicopters, you hear, mm-hmm. you know, things. Uh, but actually, not uh, seeing it yet, because uh, I heard yeah. seeing it's a different level. Oh I yeah, heard gunshots recently, definitely. Like the other day in um, Pennsylvania, I work at a sushi restaurant and they rent a house for us. So I go back there; it's in walking distance. Right. And uh, sometimes you hear some shots. The guns are legal there. You can you can open carry them. You can conceal carry them. People in Walmart just have guns on them, and it, you, you pay no mind to it. But uh, we heard some shots. I know there's a bear around our area, and but there was returning fire. So Whoa, it was excuse me, there's a bear? There was a bear in the area. And he's armed? He's armed to the teeth. And they Bear <laughs> teeth. <laughs> and uh, I don't know if I can bear that. <laughs> I can't bear the thought of it. Listen, honey. An armed... Now he's... Uh, uh, this bear's walking around. Bear and people arms are, and, 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 We have the right bear to bear arms, arms, and bears have right to, own, um, to human uh, arms. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Are they? Uh, so that's what it's like to be on the receiving end of all that punnery. Yeah, enjoy that. <laughs> Take that and swallow it whole. It's, it's not nice. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, this never is the Pennsylvania crime report. Right. And uh, in right. Pennsylvania, where where in Pennsylvania? Um, Matamoras. So it's right on the border of uh, New Jersey, New York, and um, Pennsylvania. You okay. can stand in one spot in all three. New York, wow, really? still the New York City metropolitan area, as they say. Pretty much. Uh, and uh, so I heard gunshots, and uh, it, they came closer to me. And I actually turned off all the lights in the household and hid behind under the window, so I, they couldn't get a shot at me. I, I opened up the window, you, so being I could a bear hear. at all, yeah, right, being a bear, <laughs> Roar. and uh, you know, 
Oh my, I said to myself. Didn't mention that Ryan Rivera is a bear. That's true. And, uh, I'm a hairy gay gentleman. <laughs> <laughs> bear facts. <laughs> yeah, that's just the bear facts here, okay? <laughs> and, and keep the story to a bare minimum as well. Now, you were, uh, there's a bear in the area. Yeah, bear with me here. Um, <laughs> they, I really thought I was going to get shot, though, really. Because, uh, you know, they, they came closer to me, and this family was like, Terrence, what the fuck was that? And uh, Terrence moved his car, went inside, and the wife was concerned. And then I saw a flash in the in the house next to me, and then the kitchen light turned off. What I later found out, what I think was an alarm system, when you click the alarm, the little yellow lights flash. But to me, I thought I saw a gunshot in my peripheral, and then the lights turned off in that house. So I was like, they're camping out in that house next to me. So I, th- I thought I was going to die. I had a golf club and a knife on me. That's a true fact. That happened two days ago. Wow. In case yeah. you need to just, uh, uh, what, 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 what type of club? Was it a putter or a driver? Or? Um, well, my, my caddy told me that a three wood would work best. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I wasn't trying to get a hole in Which one. way does this emergency break? Right. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Left or right now? Yeah. <laughs> this, this silence that you're hearing is me trying to think of uh, more puns. Well. Don't work too hard on them. You know they they gotta come to you. Right. Yeah. Pun. Come naturally. You uh now. Uh, Enough pontificating. That's what I'm saying. Right. Well, uh, it's funny that you say there's. That's one problem we don't have here in New York City. Bears on the loose. Yeah, right. Almost. Yeah. Let's we'll see what else happened. Uh, Staten Island: A masked man smashed a woman's phone in Midland uh, Beach. Now uh, I don't know where uh, how the beaches are in Staten Island or if Midland Beach is even like an actual beach uh, you've spent much know. time down in Staten you've been to the, you've been to the borough right oh yes i have yeah I mean, they, they call it the times, for, the yeah. forgotten borough that's right now the bronx they call the boogie d and that's yep. where you're from the boogie d <laughs> yes. home of big a and yes. uh, the botanical uh, g yes yes now and and uh, have you been to the botanical g before oh yes i have and also the bronx zoo uh, too so it's a normal thing to do in the Bronx, go to the botanical gardens. Yeah. And when you were there, nice. yeah. I, I it's sh- actually. Do you recommend it for a couple? Oh yeah, it's like one of the yeah. nicest places in the Bronx. I mean, actually, you pretty much forget you're in the Bronx because yeah. it's, it's like it's an that nice, you know? Yeah. Um, okay. Yeah. And as a bear, I love going to the Bronx Zoo. Throw that in there. Yeah. <laughs> I, w- I can see where you would like that to go taunt your fucking, uh, you know, peers. Right. Look at me on the outside. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sneak <laughs> them, maybe sneak in some honey. It's really to inspire them. Uh, you know, there is a life beyond the cage. You know, I used to say um, in my act, I would say that, that we, uh, reparations, you know, okay, I, I think we should have reparations because right. a lot of bad things happen in the United States. Why not mm-hmm. have reparations uh, for slavery, you know, uh, but I don't think it should be money. You know, I think uh, so. For, as reparations for slavery, we should give to black people slaves. Right. Right. And so, like, well, where are we, we going to get a bunch of slaves? Well, Mexicans, obviously. Right. They would be. They would be. But then, in a hundred years, they're going to all want slaves. Uh, and then, like, what are we going to do? Let's, you know, I guess the uh, Indians, right? <laughs> give them the Native Americans. There's not going to be many slaves. But then what's? But what's? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, because yeah. they're dying out already. Right. And then what's lower than an Indian? You know. Oh. Yeah, they're going to want slaves, and, and then bears, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> so they would get to have bears as slaves, but no slaves for no. bears. No. <laughs> Draw so, the line there. Yeah. So that was the joke. No sla- Yeah, and you followed it. You followed it, and I would talk about this on stage. Yes. And I said, and one time, back when, in my marijuana smoking days, which mm. have been over now for well over two years, nice. I said, I'm going to make that a T-shirt. And I went ahead. I d- you know one of those moods oh, where you just yeah. do everything? The moment you think of it, you make the call, and I said, here's what I want to do. And the guy's mm. like... 
really? Yeah. And I go, yeah. And I got my T-shirt guy, and he made these like shirts. Two, uh, usually it's like 2, 3 o'clock in the, in the morning, you yeah. know? Yeah. Well, in my case, like mid, mid-afternoon was oh, okay. 2 or 3 in the morning. <laughs> All right. <laughs> get a little reverse schedule. And I said, make me a No, a no Slaves for Bears T-shirt. And so it said, No Slaves for Bears. And there was a bear. <laughs> and I didn't explain it. Yeah. And, and so that was the shirt that I sold for a while. And, well, I say I sold. Right. Um, yeah, it goes to show that, like, people will buy anything. Right. And some people bought them. And I, to me, it's a very cool T-shirt. I've only got one left. What color was it? Well, we had, I did tan. Mm. And uh, and I think gray. I think I did gray ones, and I did tan, and I think the tan looked a little bit better. I have one left. It's a tan, no slaves for bears T-shirt, and Mandy Stadmiller owns it. She wears it on occasion, not outdoors, hmm. but uh, <laughs> it's funny how it takes so little to be controversial. Even the reference to slaves, yeah. you know, it's just a nonsensical thing to see on a shirt by itself. Course, no slaves yes. for bears. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, it seems like a good thing to be against, to be right. for. This is no slaves. We don't want the bears to have slaves. slaves. That's right. I mean, uh, yeah, it gets complicated at that point. You know, I mean, you got and. Uh, <laughs> If, if if slaves uh, belong to bears and and if you had to be a slave for a bear, you know, like uh, so it gets all fucked up. But you know, if you wear that shirt in Chelsea, though, no slaves for bears. And why like, can't well, I have why slaves? Yeah, exactly. I want some slaves. I want to put somebody on leather and do some Pulp Fiction type stuff here. <laughs> Treat them like Marcellus Wallace. Yeah, that's New York City crime for you in a nutshell. Now uh, the in, gimp in oh, Queens. Yeah. yeah, the gimp. Can you imagine being in a situation like that where you know that you're about to get ass fucked? Yeah. Or whatever happened to those guys? Did yeah. he, is it, now is that what Marcellus did? Do you oh, think he, he got he, yeah. he, he fucked them in the ass. Oh yeah, he got ass fucked as payment. Oh, yeah. yep. See, but th- is that really repaying them, <laughs> or is it sort of rewarding that their behavior? Like, yeah. Maybe he sodomized them, you know, with a with a with a you know a firearm of some sort. I don't know if that happened, but uh, possibly. What did he say? You're gonna uh, be in excruciating pain for the remainder of your short ass lives. Yeah. Yeah, that was a good speech. Zed was dead. Remember when Pulp Fiction came out? Do you, no, you don't remember that. You were a no child. Either. Yep. You remember it. Yes. At the age of, of 49. Uh, yes. Myself at the age of 46. And when it came out, it was about 90, I want to say 95, 94, 95. Yep. I don't really remember the exact year. You were six. I was six. Uh, probably not. Uh, well, whatever, it doesn't matter. But I remember when it came out, the, the video cost... The VHS, mm. when it first came out, new release at Blockbuster. Do you know what they wanted for that fucking thing? $89. Get the fuck. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah, shit used to cost what? money. Oh, they yeah, could get yeah. it. Wow. Definitely. You can't give it away now. How much was a VCR? Like $9,000. <laughs> I don't know. What's a VHS? <laughs> you remember. Come on. Yeah, of course I do. A VCR? We were excited when it came out. <laughs> it was a great Al Yankovic movie. You could record stuff yeah. off TV, and then you don't color have to TV. watch the oh my commercials. God. Well, now, color TV I always had. Remember when my dad bought the new TV that wasn't as bad as the old TV? It was, you know, the big wooden shit. Right. <laughs> And it was furniture. that motherfucker. The first, uh, all I remember is the, the first thing we, I was like, wow, new TV. We get to watch, and we didn't get to watch what we wanted to watch. It was Merv Griffin. That was the first thing he, he had on. My oh, dad used to on. watch Merv Griffin. That's fantastic. He's a showman. I guess he was. Do you remember Merv oh, yes. Griffin being entertaining? Oh, yeah. Did you watch him? It definitely, yeah. Yeah, and did yes. you enjoy Merv? Of course. I, you and I my mean, dad would have been great wasn't friends. Yeah. Much on. You're right. You're right. There was not much That's to why, choose from. That's why, because I, 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 I was like cable and like a thousand channels. There was like six channels back there. Yeah. 
Six. Yeah. Three. Four. Three? I had three. ABC, Jesus. NBC and, and CBS. CBS yes. Yeah. And then oh. occasionally you, you get a little PBS. Yeah. If you could like work that out. Hmm. Uh, and 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 that's, that's all what, educational anyway so. yeah and it was yeah. and it was no good it, yeah. exactly educational electric company I remember yes. watching on that Sesame uh, Sesame Street Street yeah which those uh, those actors just got canned just like last week oh. the the original really? ones yeah the guys the guy who plays uh, I don't know like I don't know the name on the show but like, like Bill the pedophile or whatever you know, I don't know like, that's <laughs> accurate you can't, I can't believe he lasted as long as he did it's like that you know what he does. Right. It was the guy, the, the whoever the main white guy is, uh-huh. and uh, Mr. Gordon. Uh, Gor- his name's Gordon. It's not Mr. Gordon. His name's Gordon. From, he got a can. From Sesame Street? Yes. I don't remember those guys. I don't remember humans. Well, of course you don't. You don't because right, yeah, you you have no like connection actually, to humanity. The, 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 actually, yeah. being a bear and all, you're like I only remember Fozzie from the Muppets. That's true. We're actually, He's a friend of my mother's cousin. Is Fozzie? No. Oh. <laughs> Thought you knew somebody in the biz. Well, he knows people yeah. in the biz. Okay. Actually, Can we um, queue up some big A uh, porn <laughs> selfies? <laughs> oh, my God. That's right. Damn. Uh, Bobo. Actually, right. Kills me. That was so funny. He said he was talking about we, uh, how big A likes to look at, you know, make take selfies with the porn stars. Now, you've yeah. met a lot of uh, sexy porn stars, haven't What's you? What's wrong with that? Nothing. <laughs> Nothing. It's mean. just that your, your mom's cousin, you know what I mean? That's a, <laughs> Well, my mom's cousin lives across on the street from where he used to tape on Sesame Street. And me and my sister... The children's television workshop or something like that? Or was that... Yeah, me and my sister were actually on the set. And I was actually um, in Mr. Hooper's place, and like growing up as a kid, mm. being in Mr. Hooper's place was like wow. magical. I mean, like right now, it's like who cares? Right, right. Well, yeah, tell people, it'd be like, weird if you enjoyed it now. It's like, <laughs> hey, oh Mr. Hooper, God, yes. like, get the fuck out of here! <laughs> Security! <laughs> this, guy's in, this guy's in my place. Right. <laughs> Mr. Hooper, come on! Cops don't know where it is. I'm Mr. Hooper. Right. Fucking weirdo. That's uh, <laughs> that's uh. <laughs> I love the Mister. I would have loved that. I would have yeah. loved that. Mister Rogers I, was. I'm telling you, I was favorite. on the. It was really cool, you know. Yeah. I mean, it was. What an experience growing up. As a kid, yeah. That was and and now the children's television workshop is Upper West, right? Is that right? Like up someplace that's where, like uh, uh, was, yeah. the Heights or something or around there. I don't no, know. No, it used to be I think in like Upper. Uh, 70s, like 80s, I think. Yeah, yeah. I had a feeling it was. I mean, because I read about it. Uh, when it used to be. I don't know. Morgan Freeman's right uh, granddaughter, who he dated or something. Right, right, right. I like to keep that rumor going. I so. never dated her. Andy Dufresne. <laughs> and me, <laughs> the best of friends. That's great. And the award goes to Shaquille O'Neal <laughs> for NBA basketball playing. Yeah, basketball is my favorite sport. I love to watch him dribble up and down the court. Yeah, that's Mr. Hoop, <laughs> shooting Hooper. Shooting Hooper, Hooper, yeah. We love that basket. <laughs> Sounds like a crime. I think uh, 
that was when yeah, his granddaughter got killed, yeah. and and it was I remember it being near the children's television workshop. Do you read uh, the you read the New York Post, Big A, right? Yes. And do you read it every day? Yes. And do you read uh, everything in the paper, or just like okay? Do you yeah. read Andrea Pizer? I've heard of her. Yeah. She's uh, the yeah. Uh, columnist, and and now she's always, you know. Got to be. Uh, t- she's she's always got a contrary opinion. It seems you know contrary. So she's talking about Donald Trump here, and uh, she's out. She says she's not supporting him anymore. Now this woman is interesting to me. I I hate, I hate to see people jumping off of the Trump bandwagon. So she was on, but now she's off. I, apparently, yeah, wow. that's just what she says. I mean, like it's a rather long form of her column, you know. And I certainly don't intend to read it. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> uh, there's a funny picture of him in a dump truck there, yeah. and it says, "I'm going to dump Trump." So she's dumping Trump. So if anybody out there is voting. According to uh, Andrea Pizer's, uh, you know, uh, selections. And here's something very interesting. Now, this guy, uh, Long Island. Now, you you live on Long Island now? Bronx. Or you you still live in the Bronx? Yes. And, and uh, all my life, yeah. Yeah. It, well, um, this guy is doing something that. Uh, now, I won't have to explain this term to you, Ryan Rivera. Uh, because uh, I'm sure that you've uh, become familiar with it. I I wouldn't have known what this is. It's something called, uh, how exactly do they, there's a name for it, dressing up like a character, cosplay. Uh, Would you have known what that is? Yes, you see, it starts with (laughs) Ruby sitting on your lap telling me how your day went. I'm no Jason Scoop, but I do uh, a cause. Yeah. Uh, and wow. I play, and I play. Inside. Very inside yes. baseball. Uh, that's a Long Island man. He brought an air rifle onto a Long Island Railroad train, and he now admits that trying to join the Suicide Squad was not the brightest idea. Of course, you can't walk around with anything that looks like a firearm these days. Even if you're white, it's not a good idea. And this guy's very, very yeah. white with the cosplay. Yep. He is, uh, as you can see from this photo, uh, a rather, uh, it's sort of like a, it's sort of like Salvador Dali meets Buddy Holly. Right. So he's Holly, <laughs> Dolly Holly. <laughs> Hello, <photo>. Dolly. <laughs> Hello, Salvador Dolly. Oh wow! Yeah. Yeah. Do, I mean, yeah, he looks like a real jerk. He looks like a uh, douche. Like a oh, real yes. do- and now here he is without the glasses, and he looks a lot more menacing there. Mm. He's got this uh, very frightening-looking uh, pellet gun. Which oh, wait, why would you a pellet gun that looks like this looks like an Uzi or something or like a. I don't know, but it, it has the the regulation kind of tip MP5 on the end of it. It's that orange tip, which me I would have thought would make it legal, mm-hmm. but uh, maybe he didn't have that when he brought it on the Long Island Railroad that day because um, everyone maybe. was very frightened. I guess he was on his way to see Suicide Squad, and it's his name is William Morris, and they put Billy in in the quotation marks. Like William Billy Morris. <laughs> right. It's his alias. Twenty seven. He lives in Little Neck. Never been there uh, that I'm aware of. Um, I think it's near. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I think it's right right near a collarbone. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, he says, I feel like it was one of the more careless things I've done in a long time. And uh, everyone would certainly agree. Everybody on the train was was uh, frightened because these days you might just see somebody with, with, you know, dressed up in all this garb. And they don't immediately go, oh, that's a guy who's a dork going to the movies. They say, we're about to be murdered uh, as, as they were in Orlando and as they were in Paris. This guy, uh, right. it's a, he said even the cops had an oh shit moment when they boarded the train, saw him with the weapon, which turned out to be the airsoft modified, uh, air, air, airsoft gun modified to resemble an automatic assault rifle. So he did a very convincing job and, uh, well, too bad with the cosplay there, buddy, because now, uh, well, you know, they didn't really, th- they got him on the floor. They got, they, they mm-hmm. handled the situation, uh, said they managed to not shoot him and uh, good for him. I guess he didn't resist. 
uh, instead, of been, instead of being thrown behind bars, an MTA source, that's the uh, MTA, uh, they said that uh, he, he was slapped with a summons for possessing the gun and disorderly conduct. Which, uh, you know, if you're not going to charge him, uh, with the, I guess it's, that's not I mean, too bad. But at least to, y- you should have to uh, go after the guy. Because what if you just start putting orange tips on actual weapons? You know, you can't just let somebody walk around like that. So I guess that's a good point. Done, you know? Yeah, it doesn't really necessarily uh, right. yeah, make it, make it un- un- inoperable if it's an actual gun. That's true. Um, yeah. Actually, um, there's a comic... Who did an indie uh, film with a pellet? I believe it was a pellet gun. His name was uh, Carlos Bellario. Mm-hmm. And he was. Uh, I'll edit that out. Now, the jogger's mom uh, has come out. I guess she had a press conference or something, and she was ripping uh, the killer of her daughter, a woman that she's only 30 years old, murdered out in Howard Beach. Uh, just a, a, a tragic thing. She usually jogs with her dad, and in this case, uh, he didn't go. And she goes, and he goes, please don't jog along that one path where all those rapists and killers are. And she goes, right. Dad, you know what the fuck you're talking about. And uh, <laughs> and now he's like, I told you so. That's probably what he said. That <laughs> I I, don't know. I, that was unnecessary right. to say that. I, I think. think. Yeah. The grieving mother of the slain jogger uh, lashed out their daughter's unknown attacker, cursing him to burn in hell hmm. for the as-yet-unsolved crime. Uh, yeah, it's like they have a lot of forensic evidence, and uh, including a condom that they think might have been his. And I think if you're going to use a condom during a rape, uh, you would take it with you, but uh, he didn't do that. Right. Like, get rid of the evidence. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's not like, uh, you know, in The Godfather, you leave the gun, take the cannoli. Take the, yes. Yeah. yes. <laughs> you got to... Of course. <laughs> Leave the condom. It's weird. Yeah, he. It, it's almost like uh, evidence. It's it's DNA evidence wrapped up in a really unconventional, unorthodox evidence bag. Yeah. The and I wonder if like they found it and just like, ew, I'm not touching <laughs> that. <laughs> Cops, no. Right. That's disgusting. But it might be, you know, putting evidence. But who wants to touch it? Yeah, not me. <laughs> hey, I mean, this. Uh, this this guy wins, <laughs> but they uh, no they uh, they they picked up the condom obviously, and I guess they're, that should lead them to the guy if they have it. It could come up with a hit. I don't know. Right. Could, maybe it's not even. It, it can't prove Might not unless be it has her DNA on it as well. I guess right, which it would huh. right. in the form of pussy juice. I wonder, right? Yeah, it would have her That's pussy odd. juice, and it would have his jizz inside. That would mm-hmm. pretty much sew that up. Yeah, that he must be the one. He's like, oh no, I fucked her out there. It was consensual. <laughs> And then another guy came along and beat her up and killed her. Whoa. That maybe. would be the defense, right? right we yeah. had right. planned a date. Yeah. I said, don't bring your dad. <laughs> don't bring dad. Of course not. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you're going to be jogging, but uh, you'll just tell him you're jogging. Just a tragedy. I hate yeah. to hear it. I mean, uh, uh, it's, it's, it's a good old-fashioned uh, sort of you know, jogger rape murder that, uh, <laughs> you, that's, that goes back to the wilding days, you know, with uh, Central Park Five, who... I guess uh, got that big settlement. Now you were in New York at that time. What was the city yes. like? Uh, it, it was just a. Uh, we we think of this time as being very racially divided, but I think then it was. Uh, it might have been equally bad, if not worse. I don't know. You were here. Oh yeah. I mean, you were in a relationship with a black woman, right? Uh, so it was like uh, uh, there was coexistence. Not really black. Um, 
Um, Trinidadian. Oh, so super black. Okay. Oh, brown. <laughs> okay. Italian, you say? Brown, it's Trinidadian. Trinidad. Oh, Trinidad. Okay, so her hair yeah. was straight. Yes. But she was very... <laughs> yes. Okay. Yes. Yeah, yeah, okay. And uh, yes. how, how long did that last? Uh, uh, a couple years. Yeah. That's about how long they last. <laughs> I mean, not necessarily with the Trinidadian, but like with any woman, they're all the same. You get a couple couple of two years. Yeah, if you get two years out of them, you're like, all right, good. (laughs) Hit the bricks. We're this, you know, it it lasted about as long as it should. I've had two that went about three years. One was three, three and a half. The other was like just under three. And I thought, man, those both went about a year and a half too long. Wow. And so you know that uh, it's time to time to move on. You almost. Almost at the year point right now, so, you know. So, oh me? Yeah. Uh, of marriage, yeah. Yes. <laughs> now, uh, yeah. Uh, news where uh, Mandy Stabmiller and myself we met, um, I guess, in the fall. Uh, I'm saying it's so funny how these years run together for me, but it must have been 14, and then 2015 we uh, began to, uh, you know become ro- romantic with each other we our first date was in february and then we got married in november that's an unprecedented short time for me oh yeah to get married i mean the one it took me i, I it was uh, years before i would you know tie the knot with these women the other two women i married were virgins mandy statmiller not a virgin uh, at the time we met i don't know if she was ever a virgin i suppose she was at some point i think physically it's uh You'd have to say that she had had to spend some time as a virgin. I mean, uh, yeah, biologically. Yes. But at, at this time in your life, though, it's like, uh, how much time can you really like six months? It was six months, right? Yeah. That's a lot of fucking time. To, and if you have a gut feeling and you and you feel it out and you've been in enough relationships and you know yourself and you know how to uh, read people, I don't think that's you a short. Say, you know time. what? I think it's uh, yeah, it's a long enough it's time long to place. wait before you make a mistake. Yes. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> say we can make a mistake in two years. We can do it now. Let's do it now. Yeah. I think that there's more hope in a way mm. because, like, uh, I, with marriages, when you're like, okay, you're together a few years, you're like, all right, let's do it. You don't have that same feeling of momentum, you know. I think right. it's right. almost like you, right. you either get married or you break up. Yeah. The people who are living together for uh, multiple years and then get married, mm. and I have done that. I think that's like the maybe the worst of it, you know, because mm. you're like, uh, who cares what you're doing at yeah. this point? Now, I, I don't say that to disparage anybody or anything, but like, whatever. It, it, I think that there's fun still involved when you get, when you get married at, at, at a quick point. So if you're at out a there, certain point, it's a title change. Well, I met when I met her. I said, you know what? Here's Mandy. She's a f- like, what do I do every day? Read the New York Post, talk about crime, do comedy, and uh, you know, occasionally go on television or whatnot. And uh, and I like being funny. And she's, you know, she worked at the Post for mm. like seven years. Right. She had her own column. I was a journalism major, uh, my brief college, three-year college career, mm. and she uh, made it happen. Survived as a journalist all these years. Damn. At the and, and at the number five uh, uh, newspaper in the in the world, yeah. uh, circulation-wise. So, uh, I had a tremendous amount of admiration uh, for her right off the bat. I saw her do comedy one time, uh, and I was like, "Who is that?" Mm. She came walking in, and I was like, "Damn." Who is that? And I asked. I didn't even talk to her. Didn't have the guts, you know. And then uh, I didn't see her for years after that. But I, had, you know, would hear about really? her at the time. I'd see it in the newspaper. Wow. Mandy Stabmiller wrote this, and that. I was like, oh, that's weird. Oh shit. Yeah. And then I saw her again, and she was, you know, uh, it was years later. It was just, you know, that, that and, and uh, seven years later, and uh, or few, I don't know, several. And she was a little more beat up, mm-hmm. and uh, <laughs> <laughs> a little, you know, 
uh, time had gone by, and I thought, I think that now, time being the great equalizer, right. I think that you know uh, I can I can do this, and so I did, and here we are. And my confidence had gone up too from all that therapy. Well, here we are, married. <laughs> and, uh, you know, I, I tell you, it's the best thing that ever happened to I me. I tell you. That's how I know. That's how. <laughs> Tons of respect. <laughs> In fact. I have, yes, nothing but respect for her now. This is interesting. I'm interested to get your perspective on this as, as a, a half-Asian person. That's correct. Uh, this guy here was fired. He's half-Asian, half-bear. Uh, <laughs> a young political operative disparaged Asians on social media, and we've all done that. Of course. And then he landed a job requiring him to solicit their votes for a state senate candidate. Now, I don't, what, what job is it? Go get the Asian vote for us. Yeah. And this is the guy you get, this guy, chumpy-looking kind of dude. He's, he's part like, Asian? No, I don't think so. No. I think he's just uh, high, maybe, in that picture. Yeah, he looks you know? a little stoned. He's got a big grin on his face. And uh, he, uh, let's see what he said about Asians. Dear Asians... At least, <laughs> this is what he said on, on uh, whatever, uh, posted on Facebook. <laughs> this November 2011, they're going back to. Jesus. Man, I can barely remember that. <laughs> he says, dear Asians, at least wear some name tags or something. Oh. He said, and then he signed it, sincerely, the rest of the world. <laughs> he speaks for us. He speaks for half of me. <laughs> <laughs> that's not racist, is it? I, yeah, he says, hey, wear <laughs> some name tags. You all look alike. Right. Um, it's implied, but he didn't really outwardly say it even. I think, offended. yeah, he just, just wear some name tags. And, <laughs> it, it, and it's referred to as an idiotic jab at the Asians. I don't think it's an idiotic jab. I think it's idiotic because all the name tags would read Lee or Huang anyway. <laughs> 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 oh, look, it's Lee again. Oh, different Lee. <laughs> Look at me differently. Okay, we get it. <laughs> when a friend replied, <laughs> he says, this is how I feel when I walk around Bayside. And uh, Randall responded with, ha, ha, ha. So we're going over a Facebook uh, wall post and response and, and everything from 2011. Two years later, he was at it again. <laughs> two years, only two years later. Jesus. Retweeting a bizarre post that said, what are Asian, pe what, what are Asian people always laughing about? It says, if you're so funny... Why are there more? Why why are there more Asian comedians? That's, that I, hurts. That none. It doesn't make any sense. Why well, are Asian people always laughing about? What are Asian people always laughing about? Right. If you're and it's the wrong you're, if you're so funny, why are there more Asian comedians? That that, that contradicts itself seven times. Yeah, it's really stupid. <sighs> wow. And, and all he did was retweet that. Can you believe reading <laughs> reading that and going like, oh yeah, retweet. <laughs> It was probably Margaret Cho. <laughs> he was hired on July 21st as field director for the re-election campaign of state Senator Toby Ann Stavisky, whose uh, district includes a large concentrations. Are we boring you, big guy? Yeah, Jesus no, no, Christ. No, no, no. Cranking out the super yawn. Fuck. <gasps> <laughs> I Fresh agree. Fresh hibernation uh, yawn. Yeah, that is a very, rather boring story. I, I wanted to get <laughs> that. Uh, the, oh, boy, oh, boy. That's what I love about the post here. Now, right here on page nine. Britney Spears looking sexy as fuck. She's a little, she looks a little thicker. Yeah. Uh, and I guess she's growing up Her arms. and uh, becoming a woman. She looks know. like Axl Rose when he did like the comeback <laughs> with Guns N' Roses. <laughs> <laughs> looks like she had Buckethead behind her, <laughs> riffing about. Oh, uh, <laughs> uh, that's the best. Yeah, she does. She's like, uh, yeah. What what was that song? Uh, that thing. Uh, so it was the the what was the Bob Dylan song? Knock knock knocking on heaven's door. Right. What do they say in the little breakdown where it's like a phone number? Beep, boop, beep, boop, 
hey man, you better get your shit together because blah, 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 blah. knock, knock, knock. It. What the fuck? I rewound that nine times. <laughs> does that happen in that song? It does, and I rewound it all too many times. To see, I want to hear exactly what that was about. You better get your shit together, man. Knock, knock, knocking on heaven's door. Three experimental Zika fag vaccines now protect monkeys against infection from the virus. So the monkeys are going to be safe. Good. they got to take care of that. The success in monkeys, they say, brings us one step closer. Now, the plan on Zika right now, what they're doing, is they're going to launch, uh, and, and it's a problem in New York, they say. We have one uh, confirmed uh, case. We had an interview with the infant the other day on the show. Oh, yes. Right. Yeah. A little baby who, I tell you, was disturbing, the, the, the effect that Zika had had. The baby was smoking. Mm. The baby was speaking in a very uh, adult-sounding voice. Uh, yeah. And the baby was Hispanic. Uh, it was uh, just—it was terrifying. We're gonna have uh, the rest of that interview um, coming up on, a, on an episode uh, right here at the at the Kumia Network, uh, where the truth is still true. Uh, and uh, it's just—it's a, a terrifying thing to think that, like, if you did want to have a baby, uh, you'd have to worry about it coming out with this pointed head. I don't want to have a kid. Guy, are you interested in having a child at this point, or do you have any kids that you know of? No, I no? do not have yeah. no interest of having a kid. No, I mean, no. it'd be a big mistake, right? Yes. I would never want to do that. I was talking about it. Play yeah, big, big A, meet big mistake. <laughs> I shall uh, name you. Yeah. <laughs> big M. <laughs> What's the M for? Never mind. <laughs> never mind that. Uh, you, uh, now, would you, you do, do you want to have kids? I do. I, I kind of do. All right. Well, I, like I don't know if I can even be friends with you. <laughs> I don't understand that as an, as an impulse. I mean, have you ever seen people walking around with their kids mm. and they're like, this is the the happiest day of my life. Yeah. Maybe the first day that comes out. That goes away, yeah. Quickly. It's like, you know, you get a... Remember when you got a present on Christmas? Like, do you remember what you got for Christmas five years ago? I don't. Do you? I don't no, remember actually, what I got. Actually, for me, it's Hanukkah because I'm Jewish. Oh. So now I don't know if I can Hanukkah. be friends with you. <laughs> oh, boy. Who's he? Friends. <laughs> I'll be here Two by myself. Well, I got rid of those assholes. <laughs> you know, hey, you uh, you don't want to have kids. I don't want to have kids, but oh. you're Jewish, and uh, it was Hanukkah. <laughs> but do you remember? Do you get gifts for Hanukkah, and do you remember yes. what it was? Okay. Yes. Uh, do you remember what you got for Hanukkah five years ago? Uh, five years ago. Oh, See, you don't remember. Who would? <laughs> now, but if you had a kid five years ago, yeah. you'd be like, yep. And you remember it forever because you have wow. to deal with it. What Your shitty Christmas gift from five years ago, long forgotten, yes. some shirt or something. You look at it and go like, man, that was forever ago when I got that. Yeah. I think that uh, a, a, having a kid would be a similar experience. It would be like having a yep. shitty shirt that you could never throw away. <laughs> yeah. I guess I, I, there's a lot of parents who feel differently. They, it changes their lives. It redefines life. I didn't know what it was to be a man until yeah. I had a kid. Really? Okay, yes. I guess that's something I'll never know, I and that's fine. I walked this girl in, uh, in the Lower East Side the other day, and uh, I knew that she was, she was holding a baby, and I knew that she would like post pictures of it and tell her friends, like, it's just so, like, we. I, I sat with the baby in the windowsill naked and just looking down at this thing, and it was just the most beautiful. I could picture her going on a rant like that, but I made it up for her. So. Oh, my God. My mom said that. You're... <laughs> She said she's not naked, uh -huh. but she said the same. <laughs> oh, the baby's naked, or she's They're naked. Both naked. Oh, yeah. Okay. Now I, I think that you're having a, a sort of a <laughs> an erotic fantasy here, maybe. and I <laughs> maybe I am, <laughs> maybe I am. Right. But he, she said that she she held my brother that way, hmm. uh, and she remembered bringing him home from the hospital and, and and looking at him by the window with the sun and all that stuff. Big A really yawning now. A sun by as the sun. As I tell that story, <laughs> no, believe me, it's it's worth it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> there was a point 
Mm. It w- and it was about kids. And it was about having children. And it was about uh, what, a, what a huge mistake it is. And Zika uh, makes it you know, even more dangerous now. Yeah. So what they're doing is they have these, gi- these male mosquitoes that are in f- they're li- a little larger, and they're releasing them. They're infected a certain way. They've, they've bred this uh, mosquito who, when they fuck a female mosquito who has Zika, then they, it, the babies die. So the little baby mosquitoes are dying. That's why, so they can't reproduce. So you'd have to still deal with, you know, whatever Zika women are right. out there. But uh, the, uh, you know, that would be the end of it. So that's the idea. It sounds to me a lot like that idea of releasing like a larger animal to take care of the smaller animal. Right. And they've done that, like in India, and you know, they have, a, oh, we have a, a problem with monkeys here, which I can't imagine living in a place. Where it's like, oh God, these fucking monkeys yeah. are really terrorizing us. We need to do something about it. It's like. Fucking guns, you know? Yeah. You can't just you shoot can't the... combat a monkey? No. Awful. With a bigger monkey. Right. So they release bigger Are monkeys. <laughs> no, I'm not kidding. This <laughs> happened. This is something you can Google. Uh, and I never researched it too much because I thought it was an amusing story. Yeah. And I just, I'm going with it. But they release the bigger <laughs> monkeys to get those monkeys. And those monkeys basically run the town now. Wow. And We're going to need a bigger monkey. <laughs> <laughs> I can't, if I had a nickel. Uh, <laughs> working like Pause. 7-Eleven. <laughs> there was a point to that Zika story, and I thought that point was on the on the top of the baby's head. Yes, so sorry, and they look like pinheads is what they look they like. Do. Remember pinheads? They look like Matt Pinfields. Yes. <laughs> on MTV News. <laughs> I think I sat behind him one time on really? a plane. Yeah, I'm the sure it was him. Oh, yeah? Yeah, yeah, okay. So this this judge believes that life should imitate art. I'm talking about a story. It's in the New York Post uh, from uh, well, a couple of days ago. The judge uh, is in a Manhattan uh, Manhattan court. Uh, now, he had an orange is the new black. Right. Don't have to stifle it, big guy. I know you want to go. Orange is the new black star Taryn Manning uh, could claim ignorance of the legal system. Uh, and and uh, that that's he, he, you know, okay. Here, here's the sentence, okay, and I'll just say it in actual words. A Manhattan jurist on Thursday asked how Orange is the New Black uh, actress Taryn Manning could claim ignorance of the legal system when her character is stuck in prison. <laughs> he says it almost defies belief that given who she is. Wait, I'm sorry, this is the judge talking. It almost defies belief. Yeah. That given who she is, uh, she didn't understand. She needed to file some written notice. Yeah. That's Judge Lucy Billings. Uh, I sentence you to a bucket of chicken. <laughs> Thanks, <laughs> Thanks. Get out of my courtroom. <laughs> you go have a picnic. Dinner is adjourned. <laughs> uh, she plays Tiffany uh, uh, Tucky Doggett Jesus. on the Netflix hit. She's trying to sue the city for $10 million because she spent four hours in a holding cell after being accused of violating a, 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 protect, a protection order. That's a lot of money for four hours in jail. Man, I tell you yeah. what, if they started awarding shit like that, imagine mm. the deluge. Mm. Imagine a deluge. Jesus. It would be a bankrupt city, yeah. even more bankrupt than it is, and not just morally bankrupt. It's true. I mean, that was the greatest part of the Olympics was deluge. Yes. <laughs> Thank you. Yes. The Jamaicans. Uh, the Jamaican pops. Yes, they were stoned uh, deluges. <laughs> Some cool running. I really didn't buy it, Billings. I didn't really buy it. Instead of Manning's false arrest and false imprisonment claims, uh, what was she arrested for? I'm curious about yeah. that. Uh, the uh, the accuser was the pals, uh, the, the one who accused her of violating the order of protection. Pal turned stalker. Uh, the stars pal turned stalker. So, okay, hmm. Janine Heller. Now Manning was never prosecuted. She was uh, represented at the time by a top criminal defense lawyer, 
Stacy uh, Rickman, who's uh, her clients included <laughs> Jay Z and Lil Wayne. Uh, Lil Wayne. She boy over. I have a Jay Z impression, by the way. Oh, let's hear it. Uh, me and Beyonce, and you say, we all say. That's awful. Can I try that? Ah, your boy over. It's in the building. I didn't realize how bad it Is was. Jay Z. No, it yeah. sounds great. Do, oh. do your impression of you buying pizza. Take it away, please. That was awful. Uh, hey, thanks hey. a lot, man. I appreciate it. Hey, thanks. Just a doofus. Look, I'll be over here. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> oh, you want that to go to you? Oh, take it for your mythics. <laughs> just fucking. The arm is, is what sells it. And you yeah, can't. it's just flailing <laughs> like a Zika baby's arm. I don't understand. <laughs> how it doesn't. Okay, so what happens when I'm trying to find out? Mm. And it doesn't really. Okay, four hours of overall. De- four hours of overall detention? Sounds like no body cavity search, any kind of physical injury. No. Yeah, it's back to that chicken again. <laughs> I just don't see. Okay, I don't know how she violated the order of protection. Doesn't describe that here, uh, but it seems as if she had a stalker, and and I don't know how you violated the right. order of protection if you're the one that's, uh, that's being, being protected. Right. Yeah. yeah, what the fudge? Really odd. Like uh, if somebody filed, I guess that maybe that's what stalker did is file an order of protection to get back at her and then mm. try to make her put herself in her presence or something. Uh, okay. I, I really that. don't know. I'm really extrapolating. I'm not really sure. No, son was burned by his own father on some inside trade testimony uh, versus a traitor dad. This is these two uh, shitheads right here. And you would have read this. <laughs> wow. uh, like apparently uh, this is some high dollar rich people crime. Right. Uh, a former investment banker risk taking the stand at his uh, stock fraud trial and got back at his father for refusing to testify on his behalf. Uh, and that's uh, he accepted the deal with prosecutors, and then you know he didn't testify on his behalf. I guess that's part of the deal. I, you, I'm not going to testify for my son. if he's, Man, I tell you, they, people will do anything to stay out of jail, prison. I don't blame them. I, I yeah. certainly wouldn't go to prison for some offspring of mine who was doing the same shit. Doesn't look like Martin Sheen on the other page? I was so distracted by that. On the other side, Martin Nazi Sheen. Martin Sheen. Look at that. Uh, yeah, he does. He looks right. like Nazi. Uh, what about Nazi? Who's that on his stomach? Does he look like a victim? It says, solitary confinement on a world good for Cameron Douglas. That's uh, He's a Douglas. Oh, that's what I meant. That's what Son, I meant. Son? Yeah. He's the, uh, he's the scion of Hollywood Oscar-winning <laughs> royalty. Kirk Douglas. Grandson of Kirk, Kirk Douglas. That's man, he, meant, he, yeah. does he ever have those Douglas good looks? Yeah, man. Those oh, eyes. Jesus. He's, he's carrying a package <laughs> there, too. You look see that? that. Yeah, look at that. Diagonal he's a, bulge. He's got to get himself a bulge there. The diagonals, yeah. that's how you go. Can you guys give me a few minutes alone? <laughs> Jesus. Uh, I don't know where he was locked up. But the, uh, see, the post uh, spotted this guy walking. He was photographed uh, uh, walking along a New York City street sporting a newly buff bod hand in hand with his hot new girlfriend. I don't think he was walking shirtless like that. I'm pretty sure that he didn't stop and pose like that. Right. That must be uh, something. The guy's tattooed all the hell. Yeah, Jesus. Uh, I don't know who that is. Is that James Dean he has tattooed on his stomach? It looks like some kind of like kung fu movie VHS cover. <sighs> it does, doesn't right? it? There's a big butterfly in the middle, just like Papillon. Uh, Papillon. You see the movie Papillon? I did not, but I read the book. Poppy, you, <laughs> did you really? Not the whole thing, but uh, part of it. I, yeah, I read the book, and, and I enjoyed it. Uh, the, you have the, one, the, the green cover that looks like... I checked it out of the library, actually, Mm. and so it didn't have that kind of cover. Before you were born, I read that fucking book. Ryan Katsu Rivera. (laughs) (laughs) Youngster. You, I hate to be always, uh, you know, downgrading you because of your age, but, uh, you know, millennials, you're bad people. You're the best one I've ever met, (laughs) but I'm telling you, they're mostly bad people. I don't like him either. uh, He used to be a scrawny, strung-out junkie, and now he is strutting around the streets of Manhattan. Uh, Apparently, he did some time... 
And uh, just how much time did this guy do? Nearly seven years he did. Mm-hmm. And uh, he was released from, uh, from federal prison after nearly seven years. He, now, he went to a Bronx halfway house. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of, it seems like halfway houses uh, around New York City and a number of them in the Bronx. Do you remember yeah. Big A when there was that, uh, a, a woman who um, was a manager of one of those places and she was murdered mm-hmm. by a former mm-hmm. resident? Uh, these places are a problem, man. They're violent. They're they're scary, and uh, you know, it is, yeah, it is a problem. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, you don't want to be anywhere near something like that. I mean, like nope. you come out of prison, and, and it's just like, oh, so I'm in a fucking scary place still. Uh, I guess it's better than cutting them out into the general public or something. Right. I mean, they they re- reprogram them right. to be. I don't know, man. If prison didn't do it, I'd, I'd say just give me the time in prison and l- let that be that. Maybe to to kind of intru- yeah, to introduce them to normalcy and make them almost feel like uh, don't worry, we're not really punishing them. That maybe they're they're seen as uh, right on the edge, like they could be changed and uh, into maybe. society. Yeah, I don't know. I'm not really sure, but uh, I will go forward and into I, you, you're the one who called attention to that. I said, well, why don't we talk about sure. it? I don't want to hear about this financial case here. Seems uh seems like a real. Uh, drag of a thing when a, when a dad won't testify on behalf of his son. Mm. But uh, I'm not really surprised by it. The other day, my dad told me, he says, you know, um, I did have it sort of divided evenly for when I die. Because you know, he's t- at that age, he's having those kind of conversations, you know, mm-hmm. telling you yeah, where his money's going to go. He goes, but I gave your brother a little more because he helped me paint the house. Oh, my God. And I'm like, well, <laughs> okay. I, dad, I'm not really thinking about that right now. Yeah. You know, I'm just glad to be talking to you. It's right. your it money. Was, Do anything yeah. you want to with it. And he goes, yeah, but I'm giving him more. <laughs> it, it, don't worry. It's just like uh, the cost of a, a bucket of Glidden. Yeah. It's paint. Yeah. yeah. Oh, <laughs> that's all it is. Or bear. It's <laughs> another paint. Uh, and a callback. There's a kind of paint. Now, now uh, John Serino <laughs> here is, uh, he works in the, in the booth, and he's a technical director here at Kumi Studios. And he is, uh, is he still here? Yeah. Uh, he used to work in a paint store, and he would mix paint to order hmm. for these wealthy clients and when they would get their own color mix to order, do you know what it would cost? Hmm. This process, and I suppose they would give them all the paint they needed for this amount, but it was like thirty grand. Get what? The, That's not yes. even near what I thought you were going to say. I know it's insanity. Hmm. I think that I think that was the price. Grand. I'll ask him to confirm. Damn. Would you mind asking him to step in real quick? <laughs> I, I, sorry to get, make you jump up, but yeah. Of course, hold on. Oh, that, <laughs> thanks, yeah, big save, save those yawns for when you get back on mic. Yeah, I want you yawning, <laughs> you yawning like crazy while you're out there in the hallway. <laughs> uh, Nick Mangold, I guess, is uh, man, Mangold. He's the, he's the All Pro uh, center for the for the Jets, and uh, and uh, there's a story about. You know, him. I thought about a sports section. Yeah. Where you look at uh, only things that have a video element to them, and you and you go through almost like John Madden would. And you review the crime, like now look back at you see his form. When We're he's in the middle of a through. show right now. Oh, that's right. Uh, <laughs> Talking <laughs> shop. You can't pitch things like that right now. <laughs> uh, cops are looking for two thugs who slashed and robbed a man near St. George Condo, mm. and a uh, 41-year-old male victim was walking behind. Uh, this guy got slashed and robbed near a St. George uh, Condo. Oh boy, oh boy. That doesn't sound like it's too bad. They stabbed the victim in the arm. They forcibly... You got stabbed in the ar- in the back. back yeah. uh, I can't believe that guy stabbed you in the back. Yeah. And I don't know what, well, with what anymore. Uh, John Serino. Yeah, here he comes. Hey, John, uh, I was just... Uh, sorry to drag hey, you Pat. in here. Hey, how hey, are you? John Serino, hey, technical yeah. director. <laughs> yeah. I didn't mean to interrupt your porn and weed sesh. Yeah, no problem. <laughs> Getting in there real hardcore in the booth over yeah, there. Yeah, it's like... <laughs> well, if you, you jerk off to Fox News, you know. Yeah, uh, Fox I think News. it would be great to... Re- we were looking at the window, you just see... 
Yeah. Shot his wife. Trump's right? speech really got to me, you know. Mm. I tell you, w- when he starts talking taxes, I do get a little chubby. I know, building that wall, I'm just like, ugh. <laughs> uh, you used to work in a in a paint store in Chelsea, right? Yeah, London Paint and Hardware. Okay, and uh, I used to go there because I, I lived right around the corner. I lived on yeah. on 22nd and 9th. Mm. Now. I know the place, and that's the only reason that we started talking about it the other day. And you used to, like, sell paint and hardware and shit, but you would mix yep. paint, right, colors. Yeah. And colors. it was your job to mix, like, uh, a special order color. Sure, they Donald would say, Kaufman Color Collection, it was called. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and and uh, Donald, uh, so, okay, so the colors, they already existed, and you would mix, or, or was it like you would mix them to so, their orders of the person? Yeah, so they were made to order, so a person would come in and look at the swatch and pick the color they'd like, uh-huh. uh, and then uh, as soon as they figured that part out, uh-huh. we would take these little cans that had the specific colors that you would mix in the base paint. All base paints are basically just white, and then there's four levels, and each level has different amount of white paint. So like half of the paint uh, can is full of white paint and so on and so forth. Mm-hmm. And then you mix the amount of color. And depending on that, when you mix it in the mixing machine, yeah, uh, you know, it makes the color you how want. Process, how long does this process take? Depending on the color, you know, uh, five minutes. Okay. And did it take any specialized kind of knowledge or anything? Or was it kind of like a, a chimp could do it? It depends. Uh, if it was one of like the kind of like uh, so consumer brands. A chimp could do it. <laughs> But the Donald Coffin, you had to mix with the spatula and shit. Oh, hand mixed. How hand long did mixed. it take? That one took more like 10 minutes, maybe 15. So it takes longer to explain. I now, see. yeah. <laughs> we could have mixed a gallon of paint by now. Now, uh, this is what I was curious about. As I was telling the story here. It was unbelievable to me, and I don't know if I remember this right. What was the price of, of, of some paint mixed uh, in, with that process, the Donald Coffin, the most expensive that you had? Oh, well, if you wanted one of his paints, uh, it would be $30,000 for, well, Bo, it's your color, though. You own it. I forgot to mention that with that paint. Oh, right. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, so when you see a yeah. wall painted that color, you're like, bullshit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Paint it over. Could you get royalties from that if you were to license yeah, it? Yeah, in fact, okay. if anyone wanted to use that color, because he'll add it to his swatch collection uh-huh. of the custom custom ones right. uh, they'd have to pay you yeah Isn't or ask that, you like, i guess and and, and, and would, they, would they have to pay you or would the amount be I anything don't know. you I said guess whatever you said it's priceless like sixty thousand dollars to right. use it that's there nuts you yeah. you'd have to really couldn't you just go i'm gonna go a shade darker right and you can go fuck yeah. yourself. Right. Exactly. Wow. Okay. Yeah, uh, that's a very shape. odd world, isn't it? Can you imagine living in a world where you're like, I own this color. Mm. No one can use this color unless I say. Sounds like the antebellum self. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Chelsea, baby. New York. Oh, there's only three types of whites. Yeah. I guess there's a lot of money floating around that just needs to find a stupid home. That's what Even was weird. Paint. It, it's wow, like $30,000. So... There, if, when you make a certain amount of money and you hear a number like that and you, you kind of like parrot off information to other people, mm-hmm. you're like, I remember something was $100,000 one day and I was like, uh, you know, I'm going to have to check that again. And when you check it, it's still $100,000. Like you, you got the number right, but you doubt yourself because you're like, that money doesn't exist. It can't. Yeah, but when you have lots of money, I used to work in corporate world. Uh, money just becomes silly. Mm. After you hear them talk about the $64 billion they got and... I've even made deals with companies for, you know, a good amount of money. Jesus. All of a sudden you're like, yeah, 100 grand, quarter mil, whatever <laughs> the wild. fuck. And it's floating around, and, and, yeah. and uh, there's somebody who's going like, I want some paint 
But like, I, do you have anything a little bit more expensive, right. a little nicer? Because there's somebody who says like, I I need to spend more money on this. You know, mm. like it's just, I think that no matter how rich you get and stupid, there's a richer and stupider. There's richer and stupider with a pool. <laughs> oh uh, yeah, or sure. Yeah. Or a giant chessboard in their backyard. Yeah, anybody with a giant chessboard in their backyard <laughs> is a fire. fucking asshole. I'm telling you, there's not without exception, without exception, uh, unless you're in the movie Big or something, right? You know, yeah. and you get done dancing on your giant piano. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but that yeah. movie's great because technically, he's a kid who fucks a sweet hot older chick. So yeah, twelve right. years old and getting some fucking now, we yeah. sweet hot older chick. You're remembering it at this point. I don't know when the last time you saw Big As was. A kid. She's Pretty cool, yeah. But she's, not, you know, she's well, I a, was little then too. She's still fuckable, I think. What's her name? Oh, I don't remember her name. Oh, Look up it. big and find the name of the actress. Somebody would know it offhand, I'm sure. But I know that he did fuck her, and he was yeah. 12. So like, the, could charges be filed? I mean, like, uh-huh. we'd have to talk to an attorney about that in a body switch situation. A 12 year old inhabiting an adult body. What's the legal situation on that? Even imagine that movie coming out today. You know, I don't even think it would really fly, would it? Mm. Because it's old, everyone's like, "Oh, it's nostalgic." But even yeah, exactly. Because Tom Hanks is so is so charming that you forget the fact that like uh, that you know his his innocence is uh, is you know is based on the fact that he is a child and uh, and is operating with the brain of a child, although he has the body of an adult, as many of us are. Mm-hmm. Yeah, when you get well, right down to point. it, uh, so maybe maybe there's something uh, to be said for hanging on to your innocence a little bit longer. Uh, I was 13 when I lost my virginity. And the woman there. was not in her 30s like this woman was and was mm. certainly not a, a burnt-out uh, you know, toy executive <laughs> as she was. Isn't that funny? A burnt-out toy burnt executive. Out. That's and, the worst title to have. Well, you know, she was also dating this guy. It was a com- just an incredible schmuck yeah. in the movie. You know, and you're like, man, anything's better than this guy. Of course. Even a 12-year-old <laughs> man's body. <laughs> if only that guy had no child left in him at all. And none of them did operating that toy place, except for Robert Loggia, of course. Uh, great character Robert actor, Loggia. Robert Loggia, running a toy company, going, "Hey, I like, I like to cut your jib. Yeah, let's go dance on the piano." Robert yeah. Loggia, <laughs> that was my favorite scene. <laughs> oh, that's a good impression. Another movie about, uh, you remember Jack? There was another movie where like a uh, big body, little little brain. You're talking about Billy Jack, right? No, Billy Jack was great too. Pretty sure it's Billy Jack. <laughs> now a 34 year old jogger. <laughs> Another jogger here in the Daily Crime Blotter, robbed by two knife-wielding teens in Central Park for crying out loud, just robbed at least. I guess that's better than raped and murdered, but Jesus. Uh, why is anybody still jogging in a park? You could just be throwing up right. if you want to keep your figure. That's uh, Anthony Zenhauser joke right there. Nice. I think, yeah, he writes them, I say them. Nice. Uh, anything you don't like, he wrote. <laughs> I had a complaint on on talking about the other jogger on the other show. Yeah, and I said I don't like. Somebody tweeted said it was too soon. Really, We're too soon to be talking about that dead jogger. Right. Enough, it's not too soon. It's too late. That's correct. What Joggers actually die all the time. Yeah, right. Of course they do. Hearing about a jogger dying. Yeah. Some yeah. of them die of jogging. Yeah, sure. Die of jogging. Got to keep hydrated. What I'd like to hear is somebody who goes out and jogs and rapes people. Yeah. While they jog. That's hot. That's what's going to happen next. We have female joggers running around. They're armed. That's right. And they threaten people, and then they, they rape, rape them. them. Twice as much work being done. It's yeah. like you're already running, mm-hmm. uh, and, and you know the trail. Yep. Uh, if you were going to rape somebody, uh, would you hang out and, and rape a jogger, <laughs> or would you do it in more of a Cosby kind of a way? First of all, what a Ryan question. Ryan Rivera, go ahead. <laughs> yeah, what a question. <laughs> 
You see, <laughs> you see. Well, you're not sedated enough. So Jogger's gonna be running. That's yeah. What Oops. are you doing? Yeah, go ahead. Do what you want. Take that. There's a whole thing. <laughs> Ryan Rivera. That's correct. Uh, okay, so you don't want to answer the question, Big A. In the event that you were going to, you know, rape a woman again. Yes. Again, uh, <laughs> never raped. <anybody. laughs> no, I, have not. I think of you as a Luca Brasi type. Is that how you think of yourself? Do you think yes. of yourself? As, yeah, I think. Yeah. yeah, like you're sort of like muscle. Yep. Like, like, uh, yeah, it's like uh, <laughs> cracking his knuckles, you know. And you would say, uh, you, you'd go and talk to the uh, head of the other family and go like, uh, oh, I'm not too happy with the family that I'm with. Uh, <laughs> I want to know. Uh, and then, uh, why do you think they figured that out in The Godfather? And Luca Brasi goes. And he's trying to find out, you know, the dirt on right. the uh, uh, Tatalias, I think. Yeah. And, and, and he goes, uh, you know, he makes him an offer. And Salazzo is there. Right. How did Salazzo know that uh, that Luca, you know, did, was it because he, I mean, you tell me, what do you think? Do you know? It wasn't Luca Brasi who gave in. No, 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 it was Luca Brasi. him out. No, 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 he didn't sell him out. But he was, uh, early in the first movie, he tells, uh, when when Salazzo comes, uh, he makes his offer to uh, Don Corleone. Everybody's like so fucking tired. Everybody's, everybody's doing their tired no, shit. You're rubbing your neck. You're yawning. I'm, I'm glad that. Serena's still into it. My body's just shitting out. Yeah. Mentally, I'm good. Now, uh, uh, you, I, you <laughs> think your body's that, shitting out? Wait till you're 40. Wow. <laughs> just grab it. Really, yeah. <laughs> uh, now, um, so okay, he talks. Salato yeah. makes his yeah. offer, you know, and, right. he, and he says, you know, he's gonna offer him a million dollars, you know, for, for protection or whatever, mm-hmm. and, and his connections uh, right. to sell drugs. Sure. And so he goes, I have to turn you down. Yeah. Uh, and uh, the Tatalias are, you know, gonna take him up apparently, or they're whatever. Yeah, they they're already, already in cahoots with them. Exactly. They're already in, in cahoots with Salato. Now uh, he tells Luca, he goes, go and uh, see the Tatalias. Tell them that you're not too happy with uh, the family and, and you maybe want a job or something like that. Right, right, right. Yeah, so, yeah. So, try to get so, as much information as you can. Yeah, and so Luca goes there and uh, and, and the he meets club. him in there. And, and, yeah, he, it's the nightclub. And he, and he, and he goes, uh, hmm, not bad, you know. And he, throws, he makes him an offer, a very nice offer. Yeah. And uh, his hands, and he pats his hand, and he holds his hand, and then Salazzo stabs him, or and then a guy yeah. jumps up from behind and chokes him with, with a piano garrot. wire. Mm. A garrot, yes. Yeah. So that's a, yeah. That's a an garret. Italian, a garret, yeah. yeah. Oh, you're Italian. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so you I got one in my back pocket <laughs> right now. So whip it out. Yeah. He worked for the Italians. <laughs> don't stab Luca here. Uh, no, don't, no, don't, 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 don't use the garrot on him. It's one of the pillars of Emma the family. So how did he know? How did he know instantly that Luca was, you know, not really uh, sincere about acquiring about the job? Because he never cared if Luca wanted the job or not. He already planned to kill Luca because Luca was one of the Godfather's pillars of strength. I Luca, see. Uh, his ferocity his ferocity of yeah. uh you know he was able to kill like seven people all by himself or something fucking crazy in the last war when they went to the mattresses mm-hmm. but anyhow uh they just wanted him out because they knew if they took luke out then they could get to the don uh you know that was basically as they did their plan as they did i've heard you ask that question before that's the first time you got that answer right I I went. Have I asked that before? I've heard that before. Yeah. Well, I it's uh, always now I know. I will never ask it again because that's a that's, <laughs> that's a very that's a, it makes perfect sense. Yeah. They had no. He didn't. He wasn't concerned. You didn't get it answered last time. So he is a drug dealer, mm. yeah. and so uh, that's he has you no. Got to take out the muscle so he can get to him because otherwise, who do you got to get through? Uh, fucking Frito. 
Fredo. For Fredo. Christ's sake, uh, Mr. Fredo driving Fredo. Uh, driving the Don around, yeah, yeah, being Fredo. Fredo. Now I'm curious about if Garada is really the right pronunciation. Probably after Fredo. not. <laughs> well, I'm stoked. <laughs> Fredo shot first. But, uh, but, you know, I'm telling you. <laughs> okay. okay, now it makes perfect sense. Well, now nice. we got our Godfather trivia cleared up. Thank yeah, God for that. Dude. I, I, I enjoy The Godfather. I enjoy Godfather 2 more. I used to watch it when I was depressed, when I was cheating on my wife. Mm. And I had a, uh, I had just gotten caught cheating on her. And uh, so my wife knew everything that was going on. And I was still living in an apartment there in uh, uh, Marietta, Georgia. Stop with the yawning. <laughs> this has a good ending, okay? <laughs> no, it's, it really doesn't. That's a lie. I would just watch <laughs> Godfather 2 every day <laughs> for about two weeks. Wow. I watched it constantly. Wow. All I did was sit and watch Godfather 2 wishing my life was different <laughs> because I had a woman on the road who hated my guts. I had a woman at home who hated the woman's guts and you know wasn't too crazy about me either. Mm. And uh, it was a very tense situation. If, if you've ever been caught cheating and still living with the person who caught you, you know, she found that like, I wrote some shit down and that's how she found out. Wow. And she confronted me and I was like, oh boy. And, uh, you know, she was very upset. And so, like, you sort of think of it, it's a double life. Weird double life. You're with one woman at home, you go on the road, and there's a woman out there, and she would go anywhere with me because she was couch surfing. Who gives a shit, right? Right, right. And so uh, I would do that, and she'd go, why don't you leave your wife? <laughs> like, I don't know. It's hard. Yeah, it's hard to do. Complicated. Leaving a wife is difficult. It very, it's, it's, it's not something you can just uh, pull the trigger on without giving a lot of thought. So that's why... I, you know, when I see a tall woman walking around now, and I'm married to a woman who's six two, I go, I have taken down bigger game. Yeah. You know, because <laughs> uh, what is a wife but a trophy head on on your den wall? Yeah. Hanging above the fireplace, like yeah, that's I got that in Africa. Instead of Look giving you dough. Look at the rack on that. <laughs> Mounted. <laughs> Wouldn't it be great if you could have mounted heads of every woman that you wow. fucked on your wall? I would love that. Holy shit. Why do the Asians have so many different color hair now? I don't know. They're pulling it off. It's anime. It used to be you could see. <laughs> I could tell the Asian women from behind. Right. You don't even have to see. You know. Right. That's an Asian woman. And that's now weird. it's not as easy, right? Sure, mm. yeah. Your woman's Asian, right? Yeah. And, and, and half, right? And so did you know... I mean, can you can you tell from behind that she's half Asian? <laughs> she's her. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah, from sometimes. behind, you can tell the hair's straight. It's like that really straight kind of black. Yeah, it's yeah. a certain look. It's the yeah. body style, too. Like, um, the legs are shorter, torso a little longer. Same thing with me. Oh. Stockier okay. legs, for sure, yeah. Look at that. that. I did To traverse know. the paddy fields. Yes. <laughs> right into those True. rice nuggets. And sometimes... <laughs> That's what you call your girl, your little rice nugget. Yeah, little rice nugget. <laughs> <laughs> what did Gavin call you today? Rice ball? Yeah. yeah. Oh, boy, oh, boy. For a second There's time I met him, he called me a, hi, Chinaman. He's like, hi, Gavin. He <laughs> <laughs> just said it friendly, too. I only call you that because of your chinky eyes. That's right, yeah. You have very chinky oh, eyes. Oh, that explains it. Thanks. <laughs> no, no offense, but you just uh, like rice and um, you're good at math. <laughs> Gavin McKinnis. Twitter. I but discovered this guy. Uh, he discovered himself by doing an impression of me. I'm I discovered walk. myself. <laughs> that's, now I'm, that's me doing you on your show. Oh, oh <clears throat> with a slice of mushroom. <laughs> <laughs> like a, 
now you do an Asian Gavin. Yeah. Uh, you got to you get to come on and do a whole. Sh- I kind of felt a little hurt by that actually. That, the that, first that time? he stole my idea. Uh-huh. He says, "Oh, I want an Asian Gavin. Right. Well, go get your own Asian yeah. version of yourself. Yeah, sixty thousand dollars. <laughs> yeah, tell him, Pete, man, plunk it down, <laughs> and worth every penny. Uh, and uh, mm. you, you also do. Uh, uh, God, you do this. Guy. Dom Cheadle was the name of your most recent character, which I'm not <laughs> yeah. sure that everybody oh, got. Asian no. Chris Laker. A, 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 well, yeah, yeah, just regular Chris Laker. He, right. he, he appears as regular Chris Well, because Pat, you know, this week at Jack and it's all about, it's good. Now it's Tony <laughs> Soprano. <laughs> now it's Tony Soprano. Yeah. What the fuck? No, what the fuck? <laughs> I can learn to do a Tony Soprano. It's just like, oh, he's a fag. Yeah. He's a fag. <laughs> I love that one. It's just a, it's a curveball. It's a softball. Yes, yes. I want to have Dave McDonald on the show soon. Yeah, and East I, Side Dave show. Yeah. With me, Roy, and Roy Harder. Hey, Flutes, you're on the show as your tits. That's all, that's all I got for that. Yeah. If only that worked just one. What if she pulled out her tits one time? On, it's like, fine. That would be incredible. Uh, now, uh, seemed like she was trying to hook up with uh, that guy that used to do your job one time. And yeah, and, and, and she's like, I'm, I think I'm just going to get a bottle of wine and chill someplace. And he's like, eh, whatever, hold on. I'm not in the book. He didn't get it. Either he didn't get it or he didn't want it. Yeah, I mean, there's no one. I don't want to speculate. It's Flutesy like meets Fruitsy. <laughs> <laughs> Which is how I pronounce it anyway. Oh, that was the joke. That was a Flutesy joke. Yes. And I said, uh, well, the Asians got confused because they thought No, don't say the joke. Right. What you just said is so much better. No, all right, well, and thanks for being here, all you guys. And, uh, I hope to see you guys again soon. And I hope to see you guys come on and watch if you're not watching on Town Media. It's uh, the New York City Crime Report there. If you've been listening all the time, you haven't watched it yet, I would love for you to do that. And welcome, uh, new listeners. And, uh, thank you for listening to New York City Crime Report. Is it over?